five-minute warning because we all want to have those tasty beverages while we're enjoying this amazing expert panel and live podcast upstairs with The Bunker Project. Five minutes. and Arna where we held a contest on our Facebook page to bring in the last panelist. Uh, and these two young ladies took the prize single-handedly uh, or double-handedly. They uh, activated their community, their Facebook army, and they uh, did an amazing job of showing us that they were the ones to be on the panel. The duo of Women Talking Tech is Bonnie Sainsbury and Margaret Reynolds. I'll, I'll fill you in a little bit more about them because uh, Bonnie is a very well-known Vancouver-based social media personality. She was recently named to Forbes' top 50 most powerful influencers. Bonnie makes a living as an online marketing consultant and coach. Margaret is a geeky insurance advisor doing website development and social media for beginners. She's also a maven with the Bunker Project, our guests upstairs, who are actually conducting a podcast as we speak. Thank you, uh, Bunker Project, uh, one of Vancouver's longest-running podcasts and certainly the longest-running podcast that covers social media in Vancouver. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Bonnie and Margaret. And our final person on the panel is my esteemed colleague, Stephanie Scott, the current president of Social Media Club Vancouver and the principal of Wildfire Effect, a social media marketing agency for small and medium-sized businesses. Thank you to all our panelists and our moderators. I'm going to hand it over to Stephanie and she's going to take it from here. we got the Twitter wall. We have all of you lovely folks. Uh, let's fire it up. Thank you so much, Kemp, for that. Really appreciate those wonderful and warm welcomes. How wonderful is that? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Now, before we start today, I just want to say a big shout out to our sponsors because I know you guys know when it comes to events, if you don't have your sponsors aboard, what are you gonna do, huh? So we have to say thank you to London Drugs who provided all those lovely giveaways. And they're also giving us a beautiful gift certificate for the winner of a, our favorite tweet tonight. So if you've got those good old mobile phones, SMC Meetup is one of the hashtags and Bunker Project is the second. We're gonna have our panel decide who the winner is at the very end of the night. So keep tweeting. We also, the Bunker Project will also welcome you upstairs at any point if you want to see what it's like for a live hangout or a podcast. And they'll be taking some interviews before and after as well. So jump on up there and say hello to the Bunker Project. We of course have to thank Hootsuite. Now do you guys see those table cards that you have? There is a promo code so that you can all take advantage of Hootsuite. Try it free. I believe it's a $70 value. Pretty amazing stuff, so take advantage. And of course, what would it be if we having a venue without having the Vancouver Fan Club here with amazing, amazing selection and brilliant food? If you haven't had a chance yet, you gotta check that out. So, to our sponsors. Okay, and now let's get this party started. I'm gonna have a question go that goes out to each one of you, just to get you all motivated <laughs> in questioning. Um, I'm very, very curious. When it comes to meetup.com, or generally when you're having events or building community, it does take a lot of work. At least I'm finding it takes a lot of work. So why do you do it? That's the question I'm gonna start with Mark. Oh, um, <laughs> why do I do meetup? 
Because uh, I'm bored? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meetup's a great place. All, All right. right. All right. Here we are at the Bunker Project uh, special, special Social Media Club. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, like I just it. came here for the beer. It's the tag team. Bunker Project Social Media Club. The beer is good, good except for the Social Media Sausage tax. Fest by Bob yeah. Garlic. Yeah. <laughs> beer is good. I've got the Scorpion Double IPA. I like oh, it. nice. I had one of those. It's yeah. quite good. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I've been I've been getting into the IPAs pretty. Cool. Pretty hardcore. All right. Yeah, I'm a little uh, a little buzzy there. Sweet. There you go. So uh, we're here with Bosco, Bosco Annie, Anthony, Bosco. Anthony, Anthony Bosco, or you just call yeah. him Bosco. Bosco. Yeah, those Bosco. are kind of the two names. The that big, I would Bosco. Give big Bosco. Yeah. Big Bosco. Big, the big Bosco. The big like Bosco. That. Big that Bosco. One, yeah. That's his. That's his professional wrestling name. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> My wrestling name. We got six Kemp. O'clock. Yeah, Kemp Edmonds back on the Bunker Project once again. Yeah, if I didn't have a kid and a wife, I would be there every week. You hey, I've got one of those too. Yeah, good work. I heard you having twins soon. Oh yeah, you heard. That's the word on the street. I'm so dead. And I don't tweet about my kid. I just Instagram. Constantly, <laughs> I'm a Dadstagram guy. Like You're a dad, daddy Instagrammer. Dadstagram. Hey, are we all dads here? No, no, no. You're not a dad. Well, I got what are you kid- doing, man? I got kids, but they're all part of my meetup group. You know, they're all uh, those handy. He's got kids, but that he doesn't know about. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's one of those. He's working on it though. Back home I in heard, Africa. I heard he's working on it. <laughs> working on it soon. Yes. Uh, it all happens to us here. Hey, anyways, so they're uh, they're doing this amazing event downstairs, but we're just gonna comment totally. Yeah, it's good. Uh, to be honest, here. I was supposed to do the moderation of the panel, but uh, I have a Strata meeting. Uh, <laughs> I just joined my Strata one month ago. Oh, big uh, mistake! It was it, well, you know, <laughs> it's the it's the first step to becoming uh, the Premier of Canada, uh, Prime Minister of Canada, which is which <laughs> yeah. is my ultimate goal. Uh, <laughs> I might not make it there, but uh, I think you get like a do you have strata? an official hashtag for your Strata? Sorry, guys, I uh, thought I thought this was a dental conference. I was here for the dental <laughs> conference. hashtag Strata fail um, <laughs> because I have to leave in about three minutes because uh, my building they recently did. Uh, they're going to redo the outside so that Oops. everyone put money together and they got like 500, 600K. And they started, they, they did some tests on the outside. They found no moisture. They're like, oh, no moisture damage. So they started to open up, and this is in East Vancouver near Clark and Broadway. Oh, um, a 76 building started to open up the wood stuff. So it's wooden brick. And they found that there was no moisture damage because it was completely dry rotted, all the wood. Oh. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, si- seismic- seismically, structurally, and uh, envelope, all integrity compromised. So, so when are you moving out? Uh, I'm not. I just moved in a year ago. It's a great, I have a great unit. Uh, yeah, but know, I mean, they got to fix that. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, my unit might not be affected just because of the location, mm. um, but I'm definitely, hopefully, my, you know, hopefully none of them listen to, the, I know they won't listen to the Bunker podcast. They're all like 50 to 60-year-old women, Are you right? kidding? That's our hardest, like, that's demographic. Like <laughs> no, frustrated <laughs> old women. Sounds like a great venue for the Bunker project. Yeah, <laughs> we could should be, relocate it could, there. It could be a good venue. There's probably a bunker somewhere, uh, but uh, I'm hoping that it just moves some of the older residents out because they won't be able to afford the 12 to 30K that they're going to have to throw down on top of what they already wow. threw down for the first, wow. uh, and I'm about to go and find out if it's 1.5 million dollars or whatever right like that's the so that's my estimate my rough so, estimate so you're really excited about the rest of the evening you, uh, know? you know what it is what it is i'm one of those guys who if i can't affect something or change something just i'm just yeah. going to accept it yep. um, my I'm, forward. I'm, I'm worried exactly about my wife though i should never have told her about this i should <laughs> no, just been like no. oh, you should probably wait after the strata meeting and then said right i told i just was like oh <laughs> did you this you know, it's crazy it's fucking uh, the project manager said quote broken your building broken, is quote broken, broken. i'm like dead. oh fuck. it's better it's just broken it's not dead it's very damn close to dead well there's no broken. there's no rain damage like it's not one of those things where we have the leaky condo yeah. syndrome like so that's where i was like oh and it's great yeah I'm but after they fix it then you'll have the leaky condo no no nothing bad's gonna happen to us so. anyways I'm hey guys worried. people that are tuning in or listening to the, the this broadcast um this is social media dads and uh 
with our special strata specialist coming in. <laughs> Social media dads. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to, to, you know, the theme of today is is communities and stuff and building communities. Not camp. You were involved with stuff like that, building communities with uh, Hootsuite and stuff. Yeah, I did it at BCIT first. That was kind yep. of the first place I did that. Um, uh, for me, building community is. Uh, it's a bit of a misnomer in a way. Like you don't build community; community just kind of comes together, and uh, you put your energy into something. You guys have built a community around the bunker project sure. um, yep. and the Bunch podcast junks, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, BCIT was a, an easy one, and I find that with higher education, there's an existing when there's an existing community, it's quite easy to foster and grow it. But it's when you grow it from scratch that it's really challenging. I think that's the panelists we have uh, downstairs behind us. Those are people who really built uh, their communities from scratch, and that's the the really fascinating thing uh, that they've done is is they've really built it from almost nothing. Um, you know, first they hang out with ten friends, five friends, and then ten friends, and they're like, you know, let's just have a meetup or an event, and and suddenly it turns into fifteen and fifty and a hundred people. Well, that's what's interesting i think about meetup is it's one of the first tools i think that's so easy to use and seamless that you can go in there it's like i got my 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 hobby buddies we do a particular thing we're hanging out we're doing a thing and it's how we can bring them together and keep them connected oh speaking of hobby Whoa, buddies here the gaming james. James. It looks like some of your beer evaporated james what's that all about <laughs> anyway gentlemen uh you know my story you know where i'm going uh it's been a pleasure hey wait before you go one more one quick question because yeah, yeah. meetup is actually a um a social network that right. is designed to bring people physically together. Mm-hmm. And Bob just interviewed BJ Mendelson from, uh, he wrote the book, he Social Media is Bullshit. Shit, man. Oh, he lost the story. What, what was the book? Social Media what? Social Media is Bullshit. Is bullshit. Yeah. And uh, okay. he says awesome that, book. he says it's a, great, it's a great book and he it, he's not really saying Social Media is right. Bullshit. He's saying that there's a myth around social media. There is, certainly. Uh, where it's overhyped a little bit and things like that. But uh, Bob asked him what he thinks that social media is good for and he says, well, I go to your existing community instead of working on the numbers and building them up. Yep. Actually try and find out who these people are and engage with them and actually meet them in person and things like that. And that's what Meetup does. That's what Meetup actually is designed to do. That's my mantra is bridge the digital divide. You, you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't do anything effective for your business or your personal life if you're just an avatar. So yeah. I, I, I preach that as well. There's lots of great examples locally of people who said, I'm going to meet somebody different for a coffee every day. And suddenly mm-hmm. they, they have They've a bunch a of prospects and a bunch of business and, and they build a community. Yeah, so. I mean, I think it's also engagement too. I mean, when I look at social media engagement, it really is putting life into meaningful conversations in a digital playground. And I think that that's really what's turned uh, great successes in the social media world right now. But, you know, I mean, I, I from what you've told me, this guy's calling out guys like Gary Vanichuk on, on, on his stance on, on social media. So it's really great to see uh, a different perspective from what we're used to. Yeah, I think it's refreshing. I mean, uh, that's mm-hmm. one, you know, I interviewed him for the book uh, podcast and, and one of the things I said was like, dude, why did you put the book out and, mm. and what was your motivation behind it? And it wasn't like altruistic. It was just basically, look at, I just want people to be aware that mm-hmm. there's an other opinion out there. It's right, yeah. not all yeah. a, go- a, a silver bullet. And Yeah, yeah. It, you know what? I, and I'm going to just kind of end on this note as like, I, I spot, speak to tons of organizations and individuals about this is, it's just a way, a new communications medium to f- do the kind of social things that humans have always wanted to do. And it's so, just a platform. Yeah, yeah, and so all this talk about, and I understand where the bullshit comment comes from, and you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit uh, sensationalist. It sells sells books. Well, sells yeah, books. that's what he, he's got. Seven hundred controversy sells books. Yeah, <laughs> seven hundred fifty thousand. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, so it worked. You know, he <laughs> probably took advice from Ryan Holiday, from uh, the PR guy from uh, American oh, that Apparel. Book, that book is awesome. Well, his book's coming out. It's called Trust Me, I'm Lying, and it's oh, about how he manipulates. 
I interviewed that guy. Yeah, and it's about how he manipulates the media. Thanks, guys. I got to run. All right. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. So going back to the book, right? Trust me, I'm lying. I mean, I just did the BCA Vision Conference last week, and he was on stage. He was one of their headline speakers. He's awesome. And he showed how he basically turn different things uh, different clients of his into these like you know media attention headline grabbing like it was it's insane tsunamis. yeah it was I mean I mean the big one was with Tucker Max it was about this whole yeah, dating exactly. thing and he was responsible behind that they staged a protest about young young boys couldn't go watch this movie yeah and they vandalized and, his uh, billboards and in the end he said that he didn't he thought you know it was a staged protest that turned real yeah. And CNN and all these other people were like calling him and asking for his opinion. So I'm really looking forward. I think his book's coming out July 19th. No, it's already out. Or is it's it already out? out? It's been yeah, out yeah, for, yeah. for I, months. I got I'm, a copy. I can get you know it. What, I've, got Bob, it in, I've got it in my coat. That my is my Kobo. next read. So any one of you guys well, gives me that book, we'll get a free beer. He's hilarious. Listen to the interview I did with him. It was like 30 minutes. When did you interview him? About two months ago. Is he local? or No, he's he's a New York, LA type of guy. I mean, he's he knows his shit. Oh, big time. Knows his shit. It's all good. Yeah, they're a lot. You're being louder than the speakers. Oh, we're being too loud. Oh, oh. We're being too loud. <laughs> okay, so I blame Bosco. We're actually doing good content. That's why we're getting excited. Uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't heavily breathe on the on the mic. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> so baby, um, baby. So yeah. So uh, I was. Uh, I was going to say that this guy. Uh, it's there's other examples too, like the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, back yeah. in UFC four. They're trying. That was back when they were banned on pay-per-view, and they were trying to get, um, <coughs> you know, more uh, m- more people into the uh, the stadiums. And actually, it wasn't even a stadium; it was just like a little auditorium in Davenport, I- Iowa. Yeah. So they staged fake protests. They got they paid people to si- stand outside with signs saying "This is brutal" and blah blah blah. <laughs> Next thing you know, they sold out. But then they got all, all these negative uh, fee- uh, feedback from politicians that actually shut them, tried to shut them down. So it was funny. Well, I, I think it, but just it, goes, it just goes back to the point that controversy sells, I think, in many ways. Yeah. And I think that... Well, no uh, publicity is bad publicity. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I think that at the end of the day, regardless of what medium you choose or you pick, as long as there's a little bit of controversy to the norm of what people expect, it's going to intrigue people. You know, I mean, I, I was blown away with this kid when he got on stage and he started talking about how the media is easily manipulated. You know, he, and he basically put it this way, you know, the media looks for syndicated content, so it looks for stuff from blogs. So the best way to start is basically trade up the chain and start from the blogs and leak stories to the bloggers that the media pays attention to, and that's it. Yep, yeah. that's exactly. all it takes. And then it exactly. gets picked up, and then and then you have yeah, and then you just do something else to yeah. to light yeah. the fire and yeah. it's throw gasoline on the. Anyways, going back to the community part. Yeah, exactly. So that's nice. I'm getting drunk here because we have the, it's a classic bunker show. Is if we digress, we get to drink, and I've like three quarters of the way through this. Yeah, that's some good beer. Killer B. Yeah, uh, I'm having the fruity beer. Okay, it's great. You got you got the killer B. You the got the gay B. beer. <laughs> Uh, and you got the I've got the double IPA. Oh yeah. Very any cool. any uh, anything the Bob Garlic says is property of Bob Garlic and no way affiliated with the Bunker Project <laughs> show. <laughs> Whose voice did, is that? I did that's that to a client. That's today. the voice I, of oh, the did you so pissed off. Maven. I said, you know what? That's right. I withdraw my uh, copyright mm-hmm. and uh, so you're you saying that's a Marcel beer. Basically, if you want to change the artwork, <laughs> let me know the artist and I will build the artist. Oh, and, wow. and she she totally flipped out. But under Canadian law, I can do that. That's yeah. true. Don't fuck with Bob is basically that's what basically that, what that's saying. good to hear but yeah I guess uh, I should introduce myself this is James Carg uh, do twisted uh, underscore you use your name what I'm James Carg <laughs> <laughs> this guy loves James himself, was right? vibrating his uh, hey. what I'm not vibrating no no he's scratching his inner thigh he, no he was just playing with, his, with the shitty Blackberry the, don't, don't go uh, don't give him a hard time about the Blackberry he's 
<laughs> I actually have a list of things to say about the Blackberry today. It's, oh. it's all good though because well, I'm a defender of the Blackberry. Yeah, like I don't understand why you hate on Canada. I, uh, you know, it's <laughs> not the hate. It's, it's, it's a function. What about BlackBerry now. bringing the okay. your BBM messaging service directly well, to Android? Talk, okay, I want to my iPhone's okay, ringing. Let's, let's bring this back. Yeah, let's bring this back. Or like with I your, with your giant phone. hands, I don't understand why you don't have an Android. My Android phone just died. He doesn't have to compensate for his penis. I That's don't right. have to compensate. That, I'm just saying, like, he has very large hands. I'm, I'm going to get a new Android penis because Are you really on an iPhone, Bosco? I am an iPhone 5. Okay. So my Android phone just died. So I've got to get another phone. I got an iPhone for work, and I've yep. got my other work number is on a um, is on an Android phone. But <coughs> now I got to ch- decide between a Z10 or a Note or a Note 2 or something like that. I I I'm, I, I kind of think you should go for a S4. Oh fucking S4. Are, are we still introducing? Yeah, but James? I don't want to spend the uh, I don't want to spend the the no, full pop price for a phone. I want to get another a, hit. Well, that's true. Yeah. If I get a if I get a Galaxy, it'll be either the S3 or the Note. You the, know what? I, you know awesome. what I love about the Bunk Show? We st- we pick a theme, but then there's so much energy going on. Never get on. We actually get back to the theme like in the last five minutes of the show. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what's well, okay. Well, uh, what I want to talk about. Let's talk about the Android community, the Blackberry Blackberry community, and okay. the iPhone community because that is fucking hot stuff. And let's not even bring up. What's it, those other guys? The Microsoft Windows. community. Actually, yeah. you know, Windows is going to take over. <laughs> Windows is going to do really well, Bob. I know and I are. mean, as much as Bosco hates on BlackBerry, yeah. he is in kind of the minority. Well, you know what? Eventually. I, sh- I shouldn't say that I Is that hate a racial thing, Bob? They're going to have a strong Is that a racial thing? We're a minority. I, I used to have racial. a BlackBerry. I used to have a BlackBerry for four years. I yeah. had, had one of those uh, World Edition phones. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved it, for, loved it for text messaging. It was great. Um, and obviously, you know, I mean, obviously the new BlackBerry has a lot more smart feature, smartphone features. But back then, I just really liked the iPhone. Yeah, I think yeah. I, they're calling my name. Already? Let's uh, let's let's go back to the event uh, here for a oh, second. Oh, people are waving. Yeah. Let's go back to. And the also the event. bunker and uh, the bunker project, and those two particular meetups are uh, a no-selling zone. You go there and you get information. In the case of the. Uh, the bunker, you get to, to put your two cents worth in. And I think... A- that and we have beer and wine. Oh, we have... Yeah, we do. Uh, I forgot about Lots that. No, I beer. didn't. <laughs> so when I go to a meetup and it's a selling zone, mm-hmm. I think to myself, uh, that's like 1980s. Move on. This is... Bonnie. We talk about community. I want it to be community. I don't want you to sell me a bloody workshop, whatever. Yeah. You can tell me Amen. about Damn it. who you are my, and what you do. I can't bring up my new workshop. But I feel fairly strongly about well, no about, selling zones. It's about providing great content for your community. Is it, yeah. is it called Goatee? Wow, we've got some team. really good insights on building community like here. But how about the audience? You are the community. Are there any questions that I can take from the audience at this time? So what we do is we're going to get a question for the audience and then we're going to answer Okay, we're going to move on to the next question then. Oh, look, we've got one. Okay, what's the question? What's the question? What's the question? Why is Bosco so awesome? <laughs> when you're booking a speaker for the meetup, booking other than there you go. other than being relevant to your group and interesting and useful for your members, what are you looking in terms of factors that make you decide I will choose the question. X or What was the question? The question is, is that how to do you one of the panelists or all <laughs> of the panelists? <laughs> The, the question is, uh, how do you choose a speaker for your group for a meetup? 
Yeah. So well, you ask them what kind of beer they like. Well, well. So I mean, and there's how much a l- they charge. So I can actually speak to this one, and right. you know, maybe be kind of educated because we are running Startup Weekend uh, pretty soon here, and All right. that was one of my things was trying to find a speaker, and it was like, uh, what do we look for? And, and for us, we were looking for you know people that have done the entrepreneurial thing or a large company, and 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 really made some wide sweeping changes uh, with with what they've done. And so for us, we look for somebody that can produce a, a very positive message. Um, yeah, what's up? What's uh, up, Canada? <laughs> what's up, Canada and U.S. Uh, and everyone else? Just camera um, sluts. But we, we always look for somebody that's, uh, that's going to be a good... You see me in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, it's all makeup. Teeth. It's all makeup. So, so that's, that's one thing. I mean, if I was going to get Bosco, I'd make sure he was very well black, backlit when I have him at a meetup. Uh, I'd make sure that it was a very well-lit venue, well, according to what he just said. And, and going <laughs> I'm only going off what you said. Well, going, going on to what you're talking but about. But you're, you're a great speaker. I mean, you have a very good stage presence. You can't have somebody get up there and go, hi, s- my name is so-and-so. He's got a side presence. That's what I love about he, his presentation. I got multiple personality. I think that's really what it comes yeah. down to. But Me? You, know, you, you know what it is? Oh, he's totally just it, it's, schizophrenic. Yeah. It's practical. Practice, right? It's yep. practice. And you know what? You guys actually, because you do the Bunker Project week in, week out, you yeah. guys also have a ton of practice with this as well, right? And I think that when I got into the speaking scene in Vancouver, you know, you, you can only get better. You suck, and then you get better. You wear really good outfits, though, too. Do you think that has anything to do with your confidence I when you get it. on stage? Uh, uh, maybe. I don't Because I think when you look your best, you actually perform your well, best, right? Yeah, you gotta, yeah. you got to dress for the part. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? There's an old saying. You look at one person in the audience that makes you feel warm inside and just focus on that person. Ooh, and that then can be dangerous, though, can well, it? Well, not I've really. I've had women throw beers. <laughs> I, I, you know, Bob, there's nothing. Because Bob is a very big like leerer. There's like, nothing I, I more. Like he, you you do laps. leer. There's nothing more relaxing he than He does kind of look at him. <laughs> yeah, like, like we've had, we've had female hair. guests on the bunker show, and Bob just asphyxiates right onto that woman and asks her like a billion but questions. Going back to your question, yeah. I think Very it's also interviewing the speaker too yeah. and identifying uh, what their strengths are, what they're really good at, and maybe even seeing a That's sample of what they do. You know what? That's a very good point. Yeah. When you're choosing your speaker, it's more about what value can they bring to your community. Yeah, it's so value when you add. interview, it's basically say, "Hey, Joe, I hear you're really into blah, yeah. and our audience is concerned about blah." Yeah. Could you speak to that point right. in in the presentation? And nobody <laughs> asked that. And you know what I really like about and credit to the Bunker Show, but there's one thing that that really get is on one that of the mic. biggest selling feature for Mike me. There you go. Is personally how you guys stay current. You know, like even today I come in and he's like, "Hey, have you heard about this book called Social Media is Bullshit?" And and it's it that's the thing that you need to do with your with your speakers is they need to be current. You know, the last thing you want to see some guy on stage talking about how MySpace the panda the, the panda update is great when we're already on Penguin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Stay yeah. current. What? For, okay, that was a very techie thing. But as <laughs> somebody coming and says, you really need a website for your business because that's what's going to make it happen. And and then the first question is, but what about mobile? And they say, oh, mobile doesn't work, <laughs> and because they don't believe in that because yeah. their 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 model, their business model, doesn't represent what's happening. I, now. I mean, I was at a meetup and the guy was like, "What's well, podcasting?" And I he mean, was a presenter, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I got to leave." Well, <laughs> exit. you know what I mean. Well, I, I think Bonnie had something really good to say too, though. Yeah. Is if you're going to have a speaker. To, don't let them be selling. I mean, like they can no. they can mention the organization if it is like we have uh, one of the local accelerators coming into town called Institute B, and we're doing a disruptive technology event, and their whole thing is focused on the triple bottom line, which stands for people, planet, and profits. So environmentally sustainable, uh, you know, people driven and profit driven. So it's actually not like bad companies. So for them to come on with our event for being disruptive, that's very disruptive. Yeah, it's and that's why cool. we chose them as to be some speakers. They're also representing, you know, accelerators, which most of these entrepreneurs are usually yeah. looking into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but they also have some of the coolest stories you'd hear. You know, I, vertical farming, that kind of stuff. I, so. I think also you also have to look at someone who's willing to take risks and get outside the norm. You know, I mean, I, I, I for the most part, have been a victim of this where I've strictly focused on talks where I do social media or internet marketing. But I'm actually writing a presentation right now called Hustle. And it's, it's basically designed for startups. And my goal is to have this talk to inspire people who are struggling or starting out on how to get to... How I'll book to you for next June. How's that sound? Sounds like a All right. Now, no, we were talking... Uh, about and that's Hacker Nest Meetup. Uh, <laughs> you can look for it in Vancouver or Hacker Nest. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Bosco know, Anthony will be performing there. But, you know, I want to go about, back to Bonnie's comment about you can't plug. Of course you can plug. You can plug stuff that's going to give value. Absolutely. So it's like, hi, I want to talk about my multi-level marketing system. Yeah, don't ever do you. that. Yeah. But basically... <laughs> If you're talking about, I think you should sure. go to this event because the speaker is awesome and you're really going to learn something, that's cool. Yeah, it's also your approach, right? I think yeah. I think Bob. One of the things that you you and a bunch of us do really well is the fact that we we if we're trying to sell something, it's more coming from a rec- recommendation level. Yeah. But I think there's also inbound marketing, right? So if you give out great content, people are going to come back to you and want to talk to you about these different things. And that's really what business is about. Is is we're past that stage of pitch marketing. And oh, yeah. personally, you know, I I I really don't want to buy a Mona V product or Vice Alice. Yeah. You know, you know what's, what's what's interesting is like using the word pitch pitch products. In the advertising industry, it's still pitch-based. Yeah. Like if you're going to go to the client, you actually pitch the client instead of saying, look, at, we went out to your community. We did a bunch of uh, YouTube viral videos with these guys, and this is what they hate about your company, and this is what they love about your company. Would you like to fix that? Yeah. That should be your pitch. Yep. Nobody does that. No, but what, like at the Bunker Show, we do have a, a segment where in the roundtable where you could actually self-promote what you're doing or if you have yeah, uh, uh, you have a talk you, you're to- table, yeah. totally appropriate to say hey by the way I'm doing this talk if you're interested blah 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 or I've got this product and blah 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 that's totally fine but where you, if you try and dominate the uh, conversation and, and sell it you know it's yeah. just like when I talk about Startup Weekend <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, and exactly, <laughs> and that's totally appropriate. And, and I think it's which also, is this weekend. It also it, it's also different for corporate events because Sign up now. F- Sign up I now. think <laughs> when people go for advertising, Bob, there a lot of people who are making those decisions in the advertising world are still old school marketers who basically were raised in the '50s, '60s, and '70s, yeah. where you know Mad Men existed. You know what I mean? And so, in yeah. in some sense of that, hey, that's great. so funny you mentioned that because there was we're a guy. All Mad Men at this table. There, yeah. there was a guy that was at this uh, this conference I was at. And uh, he was from this very large, large firm. And he was like, you know where the kids are? Tumblr. <laughs> and I'm like, no, they're not. Speaking of Tumblr. Holy and, and, and he told me to, and he, you know what he told me? He told me to mine my space. And what's, I was like, what's what? Tumblr, guys? <laughs> yeah, I think that's that thing Yahoo bought for a billion dollars. Oh, right. One okay. billion dollars. Which, is, right, which as soon as somebody buys it, it's it's not cool with the kids anymore. Yeah, and they're absolutely. all trying to figure out the Snapchat stuff. It's just for showing your channel. Hey, you know what? I love Snapchat. Yeah? <laughs> I, sh- I show Have a lot of stuff. Have you seen his journalists? They're awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Uh, He's got marketing on him. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of these firms, you know, are usually ran by people a little bit older. They don't have the agility to really go well, on their feet, right? Yeah. Like even like I guess yeah. uh, Amy's Bakery was it a while ago? Oh, Amy's! I was waiting you know, for someone to bring up Amy's Bakery. <laughs> well, we talked about it on the show before, but yeah. you know, we never got your opinion because you couldn't join the hangout that night. But you know, they could have used a social media firm to. But look on the bright side, them. people you talk about causing media attention. I mean, let's face it, great advertising. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you get on. You basically, their strategy is, hey, shit on everybody, and you'll be famous. Yeah. Controversy does equal Con- cash. That's yeah. what that's the WWE has gone for crazy, year man. in year out. But yeah, yeah, you know these big firms that think that they like, 
you know, trying to figure out how you advertise on YouTube, you know, that's going to be the next kind of big thing, right? Is is how do you engage with content and how I'm, do you make sure that I'm you're s- you're you're advertising realistic to the videos that you're promoting? But you know what? Uh, it's not even that. It's like I get pissed off. I'm 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 going to YouTube less and less now because every goddamn time I go to a, a video, it's like a stupid ad. Even the three seconds, it's like fuck you. Yeah. What, you, the guy that made the video is making any money on this. He is. YouTube's making the money. What ten cents? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the or other fifteenth like or a hundredth. And, and the challenge that I have with YouTube is also quality, right? I mean, I uh, I have this other challenge started. right now where these people go to these presentations and these conferences and then they're like, hey, you have to be on YouTube. You have to have a presence online. Great. So they decide to go home, make a shitty video of themselves with no stage presence yep. and expect that to organically be great on number one on Google. And I'm sitting <coughs> there going, what are you doing? But well, that, this goes that all is the way different. back to, yeah. to, to social media's bullshit. That Absolutely. is the problem because yeah. you know, when I was chatting with the guy, he'd, he'd go on and on and then i just surmise it you know, because this is what we talk about all the time. He said, blah, 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 blah. And that's why. And he said, God, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, in social media's bullshit, he brings up all the examples of all the most of the viral videos that have happened, and he says that uh, totally they they go organic to a certain extent, virally organic, but Lies. Then it, but then there's always a mainstream media push that puts it that is over the edge. That no, well, in a sense, after that, it's it is it is further, right? Like I I don't really agree with them. I do think there are videos that do just generally go viral. Like well, yeah, the thing you is know, though, the quality of size. Vi- can you give an example? Though? Well, like size video was good. Which like one? sure, maybe the record company or whatever, Psy Gangnam Style, you know, was a was a solid video. You yeah, know, but it, it did that kind have, of stuff. It did have uh, it uh, support from the. Um, Oh, look, oh, that was uh, a moment. Let's, 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 let's cut right. over to but the... In uh, the meantime, what I'm going to have you guys do oh, is interact a little bit by meet somebody and take a photo or get a quote and put it up on yeah, that Twitter go. feed for us. All right, thanks, so we're going to come awesome. right back but, here in but, five minutes. But continue minutes. with my YouTube stuff. Now we're going to bring somebody else Homework. Well, just hang on. Homework. All right. Just, oh, just hang on. With, with, we're hanging on with the YouTube thing. So there are... back in this short message. Please, I don't want to go downstairs. Oh, please, don't send me downstairs. There are videos that do go viral. I mean, you know, Maru, the cat, and all those sort of Double things. Double rainbow. Double rainbow. Those sort of thing things. Is, there was no marketing behind it. I ain't it, got so no time no with that. I mean, it, you never know no, what's going to take on. No Beyonce, Beyonce saying, hey, don't put my pictures up. How, how about the book, Go the Fuck to Sleep? Yeah, Go the Fuck oh, to Sleep is big done. Samuel awesome. Jackson. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but, but look at Samuel Jackson. Come on. he's got you, like YouTube did a really big push this last week, too, with Comedy Week, where they had a bunch of people. You'd have to look at the at the progression of how it went viral, and I think after reading the book, I understand a little bit more. Once you hit a certain... Uh, threshold point. though yeah the media does pick up on no it. not just that but but uh, youtube will feature it on the very front page after it hits a certain point and that just adds fuel to the fire and makes it explode to millions well, of when views. you get to a tipping yeah. point sorry to quote a book usually it's about that's what it's about you, you you're striving to hit the tipping point yeah right. after you hit 50k you're usually going pretty far well the thing is though if you get to a certain point, do you have a marketing department that is ready no. to actually capitalize on it? That's where yeah. everybody fails. Well, here, here's, a, here's a big fail, right? Uh, actually, again, BCMA conference, Vision Conference, yep. great conference. They, uh, they're talking about digital marketing and retail. And so Oreo Cookie decided to come up with their slogan for supporting uh, oh, gay, awesome. gay people. So they had this uh, Oreo Cookie with different colored creams. Oh, and sweet. so they had all this engagement <laughs> online. Mm. But here's the shitty part, the fail. Yeah, they didn't make any Oreo cookies with those colors. I know. And Why it did says they do they, that? It said, because "Oh, this the creams in this advertising advertisement was uh, isn't real." And I'm sitting there going, "Are you kidding me? I would be marketing the shit out of the that." Best part, they should, the, they be- should, they the best, the best one I saw was they ragu. Done, they should have done Benetton. 
I think. Bingo. And then Benetton. I'll see you guys on the stage. I'll give you a shout box, out. You would all, right. have all these yeah. different colors in because everything mixed together is totally well, fucking cool, man. Well, and that's the point is the fact that there's so much opportunity with attention. But if you're not gonna, you know, look at like, yeah. let's look at two girls in one cup. Paper click, oh. paper click advertising heaven. Yeah. They made millions off of that video, and it was disgusting. Yeah, I know, but the marketing thing is department. They had. It together, right? It's all about having the back end figured out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, sorry, we, we digressed a little bit. So uh, we're they're taking a little break downstairs. We're not going to take a break because we're fucking rocking it right we're now. We're awesome. Yeah, we're the best. Buy my product. <laughs> uh, let's get. Um, I'm, I'm gonna get uh, one of the guys from the from uh, what's this place called? Social Media Club. Of you know what? The Social I'll Media give, Club. I'll give my seat to to her and I'll come back. All right, 10. cool. Yeah, Can you score us some beers? Yeah, I'll get some. All right, awesome, dude. The bla- the, the dark blackberry now. shit. I'll just get some of my gay beers. Have yeah. The okay. whistle, it's All right, so we're doing a little bit of a venue switchover. We're doing we're musical chairs. We're gonna just do a little feed downstairs. So it's like nobody's there. Ah, they run away. They're eating guy goblins. All right, Dudovichkis. Okay, that slide on. slide over. Slide over and we're just. We got a couple uh, people joining us here. Yeah, exactly. Hello. All right. Thanks for hanging. I'm gonna just swing it around. All right, so we've got the Bunker Project Communications Maven joining us again at this special event. Margaret or um, Marilyn. Marilyn it's Anderson. Another, it's another M word. Yeah. Andrew, you can forgive it. It starts with your last name's initial too. This it is does. how I remember. I think like Seattle Slaughter Manson. Say Margaret. <laughs> ah, Margaret. Except it's Marilyn, Bob. Marilyn, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, just Marilyn Manson. Yeah, and then I had to, uh, sorry. It's the beer. I'd, I'd still like to be <laughs> memorable <laughs> here, guys. I yeah, really would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you're definitely memorable. Yeah. Definitely memorable. This is great. I love this venue, and I love what you're doing. Apparently, I, we were so excited that we were actually being noisier than the guys downstairs. Is that what happened? I know. I, I was sitting downstairs, and I could not hear you, and I knew that we that you were up here doing this because I popped up to see you before, but it's great. I love the location, by the way. Uh, it's yeah, very it's good. Cool. So kudos very, very to Fan Club. For it's a great place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually chatted with the, the PR lady mm-hmm. before. and they She's got great, isn't very she? Cool. Apparently went down to uh, New Orleans and uh, stole a bunch of stuff down there from the, from the, uh, from the floods and used it in the club. So you should come out. Really? Uh, yeah. So if you come here, ask them, one of the managers or ask the bartender, show me the stuff that you stole from uh, From Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Like now, the door, there's a, it's all I'm made of sensation- doors down there. I'm sensationalizing there. it a bit. They, she didn't call it that, but I think, you know, that's what's cool. You yeah. know, what are the weird it's stuff very is cool. in here? Yeah. All right, dude. Bob got excited because he's a found art artist. Oh, yeah. I'm a totally found art artist. So. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. The, uh, what's your name? Uh, Wayne Racine. And, uh, yeah, I'm part of the Social Media Club Vancouver here. Uh, it's the first time on the Bunker Show? It is the first time. I've known about the Bunker for a long time now. I'm friends with uh, James Carg, and I'm sure he's a regular on your, play, on your show. Oh, my yeah, God. He's even, he got a, he's even got his own segment on the he's show. He's got his own segment. Gaming called uh, with James. Gaming with James. James. He's always bugged me to come down and, uh, and be part of it, but it's, uh, I've just never been had a chance. And I've also known about Bob as well, and, uh, and, and we've been at the same events and things like that but uh, I never got a chance to actually introduce and say hi come closer to cool. the mic oh come closer to the oh, mic there oh there we go can you hear me better oh, okay awesome alright everybody's going so we do have a, uh, an official bunker project tomorrow night Okay. So if oh, you should come on down. If you're not, if you're available, yeah, come well, on down. It's at uh, thirteen. If, yeah, forty-eight. I'll, I'll look into that for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah we do two shows. Two shows. Seven thirty. First one starts at seven fifteen. Second one starts at eight thirty. So you can come for one, or you can come for both. Yeah, and show oh, two awesome. is completely friggin' nuts because we we're pretty pissed by then. 
Okay. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So tell us um, what you're doing with the Social Media Club and how you're helping build a community. Wow. Well, I mean, uh, I'm part of Social Media Club because uh, I, I, I work for a, a larger company and I do a lot of their digital marketing. I do all of their digital marketing and also their uh, their social media and everything. And so that's kind of how I got involved with um, just, you know, I knew that the one thing that I know is that social media is great. You can do that behind closed doors kind of thing, behind your computer and like reach out and engage to your customers. But one of the things that I also was very aware of is that, you know, use online to get offline kind of thing. Uh, and and so, theme. yeah, so it was, uh, you know, one of the things that I did in the beginning uh, back in 2009 for uh, this company was that I would actually go out and, uh, you know, uh, kiss babies, shake hands kind of thing, you know, the be there. The political angle. Well, it wasn't political. It was just more the fact that, you know, I could sit behind my computer and make this grow to a certain level, mm -hmm. but I knew that if I put a face to the name and there was actually a human being behind this, because this is a very large corporation, and if I could do that, uh, I knew it would grow. I knew that there would be more of a... a, a, a it would it would be more of a magnet to engage because, you know, they would be like, oh, I know that guy and he's from behind this. And, and, and you know, we did see that uptake. We did see that sort of thing. And, and versus our other uh, corporate competitors and everything like that, we, we saw the fact that we even had people commenting and saying like, oh, this company is so great, but uh, how come this other company is not so good? And people would jump in and go, well, that's because they have real people behind them. Yep. You know, so that made all that made a huge amount of difference. You well, know? that's a classic uh, angle with with uh, Twitter. You know, they have these guys as like uh, on Twitter, and it's the corporate logo instead of the person, and it's like, "Hi, I'm from Chuck E. Cheese or whatever," and say, "Dude, that's just so uncool. Why can't you be John from the marketing department?" that works with Chuck E. Cheese and say, John, you can reach out to John. You don't feel like reaching out to Chuck E. Cheese. It's like, look at, I had my Chuck E. Cheese bad experience or I had my Chuck E. Cheese good experience. John, can you tell the management that they did a great job or a bad job? Then you feel something's getting done. But if you're going to a corporate icon, it's like, you feel like, no, I'm talking to an advertisement that's not working for me. You know, Bob, my first experience in that was in 2009, Bonnie and I and Barbara Wesley were at um, the social media circus in Las Vegas that year and it was amazing okay but we were sitting we stayed at the Hilton we're having breakfast in the executive lounge thing one morning and this young woman is sitting beside us and we invite her to join us so now there's four of us having breakfast she was Twitter for Nike Wow. That's Suddenly, all. every time I saw something about Nike, I have this image of a real human because no matter how great you are online, at the end of the day, we want to do this. Shake my hand. Exactly. It is about exactly. This. And that is the magic of this in my mind, to be able to reach out and connect with someone anywhere on the planet by virtue of a screen like Bob and Andrew have there yeah. and get to know each other as human beings, but knowing that we can do this behind it all. That's the power of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and if I could just jump in there, though, I Please mean, and, and not not to not to be on the negative side of things, but there are certain things that companies uh, that are large, like a Chuck E. Cheese or Nike, they're very apprehensive about putting uh, a face to the name. We know that that works. We know that like either putting even even a name. There's certain companies out there that are really good at like. Even if they do have that corporate logo, uh, they're good at signing in and signing off with real names um, that we've seen in, uh, out there. But they're, because social media doesn't have that kind of um, you know, controllability from a corporate standpoint, there's a lot of apprehension from the higher levels to like, kind of let people that understand it let loose and do it. And you, you try and give them the sort of, uh, you know, the here's what we really need to do and here's what's going to work. But, you know, there is a lot of, uh, there's fear. 
there's See, fear. I believe that that is why Apple has the culture that they have created, partly because Steve Jobs had incredible vision, but partly because we knew it was Steve. Yes. We knew it was Steve, and Steve's people followed Steve. It was well, he a culture. Had a, he had a whole but, cult following behind but, Steve. But there was an immediate personal connection. You didn't look at an icon and think, oh, it's Apple, or oh, it's an iPhone. Every time that something changed in that company or that culture, every time they had an outreach, which was a promotion and a sales pitch and a new toy, woohoo! and I'm not even an Apple person, but his credo was that he was going to engage with you and you and you and me regardless because he was out there, he was a presence, you knew his values, you knew his position. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and also just in the way that he described well, the new product. Well, and he invited product. you into his community just yeah. like James does when he washes dishes on Sunday night. Exactly. Hello. <laughs> it's about people feeling welcome and respected and safe there. And when you can do that, people's minds open and so do their wallets. The, it's very when, powerful. Definitely. When the iPhone 5 came out, it didn't have the same pizzazz that previous launches no. did because Steve Jobs if he was launching the iPhone he would have made a big deal about the lightning cable saying it was beautiful he would have said look at how it goes like the way that he would have done it he would loved every, it. everyone would have been salivating he over it instead of it. saying oh man I gotta buy another uh, I gotta buy a whole new set of chargers see I th and I think that Bill yeah. Gates is inherently a very brilliant but a very shy man the he, other thing that I want to he's persona. not a good speaker he's not he's, he's not he's he doesn't not have Steve. the charisma well, no. Steve he, had a conversation with every single person in every single audience regardless of how many thousand people were sitting there yeah and and the difference between a conversation and a presentation when you're at the podium sells but and makes a huge with, difference with Absolutely. Steve Jobs he was criticized for being stingy and Apple didn't donate any money and Microsoft is uh, you know Bill Gates is you know the Gates Foundation and whatnot but now recently it's come out that they've been giving you, out uh, oh, behind the money scenes for years. anonymously in which to me that uh, I respect that a lot more exactly than uh, putting your name out and saying look at me I'm giving out all this money but they've been actually giving tons of money out uh, and doing it anonymously so I think a lot of a lot of corporations are like that too a lot of good corporations that are mm -hmm. solid uh, I know that uh, the company that I've I've done a lot of things for are absolutely like that as well in terms of like not putting it out there they just they're they're not there for the recognition they're doing that because they're part of the community again it's like a community engagement piece where they're not going like we they don't want the recognition they're they're like no no this is just a good thing to do this is a good thing we're doing to this do. because we want to not because we're going to put a press release out. exactly and, and and part of me is asking in the back of my head at the same time because i quite agree with what you're saying but i'm wondering how much bill and melinda gates and warren buffett have donated anonymously over years i'm and sure years they years. have but now that they're solving tuberculosis, it is TB, isn't it? Tuberculosis? Malaria. Or malaria, right. sorry. Okay. They're, they're eradicating a global problem. But they've come out publicly about that. I wonder how many things they've done behind the scenes, too, because we don't know what we it, don't it, know. It, it exactly. absolutely could be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. So um, we were talking before about the book Social Media is Bullshit. Have, you, have either of you read that? I love the title. I have not read it yet because I have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of like, okay, I, I can agree with that title. You yeah, know what? So Many years ago, I I, met I love, sorry, I love ahead. social media, by the way, but yeah, I could agree with that a little bit. In 2008 at, um, at the Harrison's publicity seminar in New York, I had the pleasure of attending it at, with a, a client. So we're there for a week, and this is all about getting these people who are paying a lot of money to be in Bradley Harrison's group. Um, in front of a hundred bookers for everything from Oprah to the cooking channel, honest to God. And and there was a lot of back, like behind the scenes prep stuff going on. And, and the, 
the kind of things that people go through, the hoops people go through to get heard, to get seen, um, it's it's phenomenal the amount of preparation that goes behind what would be for you a 90 second exposure to that booking agent but at the end of the day it's about having your presence and having your persona and being real and the people who got the best responses were the people who were real now um, Alex Carroll was surprised yeah hello <laughs> real raw relevant can we spell the three R's and but Alex Carroll was one of the coaches that was there in the run-up to all of this and he had written a book about how to not get traffic tickets he'd been booked all over radio shows for years and he made a lot of money doing it he was brilliant at analyzing someone's presentation and coalescing it into just a spot-on title. But some of those titles were designed to stimulate controversy and get attraction because he wanted to get invited onto radio shows. That's what that book title says to me. As soon as I heard it, I thought of Alex and the Bradley Harrison Publicity Workshop, Seven Days. And I thought, that's a publicity bid. So you're talking about, like, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like somebody actually going against, even though we're all like in love with social media and we love this kind of thing, but he's just doing this to go against the grain to cause a bit of a Well, that's what I thought. A bit that, of a bump. That, that, originally I thought, he's okay, he's just raising hell. And, and I think yeah. he is doing that. But what what's really happening is he, he was a new media man. He's 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 no stranger to social media. He's been he's been doing it for for a while. He was a new media new media manager for an ABC television show. He's got seven hundred and fifty two thousand Twitter followers. I, I don't think you could call a book that title without actually being involved <coughs> and not and, and and you know at least not generating some interest. But he said that I mean? he used to be into it until he found out they were all assholes. <laughs> and <laughs> ah, so he's that's so hilarious. He, so he's he's still a fan of social media. But Bob he voted Bob, himself off the island. Is that what you're Bob, saying? Bob uh, Bob interviewed him for the business book talk. Uh -huh. uh, uh, podcast and um, about interviewed him about the book, and <clears throat> basically says that exactly what so far everybody at this at this table has said tonight is that social media is great for lead generation, but you want to take the online relationship offline. And he said that's what it's good for. And uh, this idea that you can just go on social media and all your dreams will come true is a myth. And, um, so a and lot of people are making a lot of money selling that particular platform in a lot of ways. That that that's what his book is about. And yeah. it's interesting though because at first I thought okay, and when I first brought when we brought up the book on the bunker project, uh, everyone said, oh, this guy's a hack. He's just trying to get you know. Uh, create this title and Bonnie told me she used the word hack three times yes she did <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I read the book I, I'm, I'm almost finished it I meant chapter 14 I th 13 or 14 and, and I think there's only 15 chapters in the book so I'm almost at the end and I'm actually I really really enjoyed reading the book it's a good book and the guy ha is a character he's he's a professional wrestling fan and he's targeting Gary Vaynerchuk because he says to be the man you gotta beat the man and uh, we're hey Bob. What are you talking about? We're talking about social media's bullshit. Oh yeah, but but uh, who's that? Who's that guy that does? Uh, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys are being sarcastic in front of me. Um, who's that guy that does those amazing interviews? Uh, what the fuck? Oh, well, that's Mark Marin. Mark Marin. Mark Marin. Totally uh, WTF podcast. He yeah. loves wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't know you could actually swear on this podcast because I didn't amazing. either. Yeah, we're marked what? explicitly. No, you're not allowed to. We did used I to be. Swear? We used to yeah, you did. This is G-rated. Did up. they not give you? Didn't you no, have to sign that thing on the way up here? <laughs> yeah. We fought that yeah. for a long time, the explicit tag. But finally, I said I'm not editing this shit out anymore. Oh, this is 
the bunker project hashtag explicit. Is yes. that what you're telling me? <laughs> Got it. So we're marked explicit in iTunes and other places. So uh, yeah, so we do. The swear. thing is, you get drunk and you're not allowed to swear, and you can't use the word tit. Well, I love the and fact you can't that you use their shit. I mean, it's like, what the fuck's that? I love <laughs> the fact that you just said, "Well, you get drunk and you can't," and it's like, "Well, wow, that's that's an insane too." You know, uh, <laughs> after after yeah. after I all that, I love this podcast already. <laughs> after like something like 80 episodes, and I'm like, you know what? We should be explicit just because we're in a bar drinking alcohol anyway. So yeah, and, market and, explicit. Yeah, and you know, my opinion was like, sure, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, oh, we better make this show. Well, and it's does that really stop anyone from watching it? Absolutely not. Of course no, not. No, no. Well, what happens in. is like... People the, will look for the, it because of well, it. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> impli- it's implied reality because if you say in- explicit, I think explicit is the wrong word. No, because it's... Because people it's look at that and totally they think, the oh, it, it's sexually explicit. They think it's like, yes. oh, it's penis. I got you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah. It's like, That's no. the problem with the only... It's, it's either... There's three options. There's either no tag clean or explicit so you wow. can you can say clean so which Apple's has given you a lot of leeway there yeah, yeah. typical uh typical. if you say explicit to me when i hear the word explicit i think pornography yeah mm. you're gonna see like boobs and stuff yeah so, so they're on that you're going to see them not just say the words yeah so you need an x-rated language no they should just they, what they like should a do a harsh language thing why not make it like the movie ratings we could say General, we could say PG, we could say PG thirteen, we could say we could say restrict. I don't well, even know why it doesn't follow that. I want to be yeah. because I would like to be triple X. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean uh, the bunker project. The we would say too bad know, we don't have. We video. would say PJ PJ <laughs> PG thirteen could contain coarse language. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all we'd have to say. Yeah. It's kind of like you know what that probably would work as well because it would be like a you know back in the eighties when all the gangster rappers like threw on the explicit sticker. Uh, you'd probably Sales get that. Went up. You'd, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sales would go up. Exactly. It's all marketing, baby. Yeah. Exactly. But, but I do. I think coarse language would be an appropriate addition to the tag list. Yeah, that's all because that's, that's all, all it, it would take. That's yeah, because then you could take, take it off of like the the video side of things. Uh, like yeah. obviously you're not going to see anything. Yeah. You're just going to hear something. Well, just have to wait for Google to do that. No, but first, there are explicit audio right. podcasts. There are like people. There are like erotic audio podcasts. Really? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. like oh, phone sure sex on I'm podcast? Sure yeah. Oh yeah, there oh, is. Oh yeah. See, Definitely. okay. I sorry. I'm Audio either too old or too innocent. I'm not sure which. You got to think of any medium that would take this kind yeah. of format. They're going to throw yeah, some of sort of adult stuff. There's, there, sure. there's there's like triple X audio podcasts. So so when you see the word explicit, a lot of people associate explicit so with if, that. So if, and the bunker so project isn't that. Well, except unless we get lucky. <laughs> Except when we're Hi, we have bubbles today on Except our show. Except when we happen yeah. to, when the bathroom. <laughs> this is the man who talks about picking up his kids after school, right? When the bathroom yeah. is full and we have to be in the front, and all these these uh, Japanese girls are walking by, and mm-hmm. Bob's like waving at them. Hey, it's just <laughs> sex. I mean, the whole thing that North America has is they're just all hung up with sex. I remember when I was in Japan, and in Japan they've things go- they've got these places called short time hotels, and they're basically designed for sex, but they're very very cost effective. And when we were traveling in Japan, we used to book into the short-time hotels because it would cost you like 80 bucks instead of $300. So Thanks, guys. You know, I'm a cheap bastard. What can I say? Wow, this oh. is amazing because it's kind of going all king of all media, Howard Stern style now. <laughs> oh, you know, back in... Back yeah, in it's it's like, you it's bastards. Like, <laughs> you know, but, uh, Howard Stern does these, uh, these prank call yeah. things on his yeah. show. Yeah. And I remember years ago, like we're talking like 15 years ago, at a, where I in the store I used to work at um, in the telecom industry, we used to do that too. <laughs> when we were bored, we would do that, and then he started doing it. And I thought that would be a great that would be a great idea for a podcast. Great bit, yeah, that would be good. That like you just good. call two people so that their phones ring at the same time, and then they think that they're calling oh each yeah, other. Oh yeah, the Chinese restaurant. Oh, oh it's hilarious. 
Dude, let's, let's bring up the uh, what's happening up downstairs, All and right. uh, then we can like uh, trash them a little bit. So, so, okay. so it's the content of the meetup that you think that drives more people to your meetups? Absolutely. People are hungry for knowledge. Hungry for knowledge. Hungry. Yeah. Cool. So, so I have to ask you guys, since you said you had small meetups awesome. to start Cards up, what's the most embarrassing thing you so did when you first started doing meetups that you'd just be like, up, hey, so maybe oh, I know, I told don't him do to, that. Too. Like, Excellent. You know, you did like a Hawaiian theme one time, and... People showed up and it wasn't that much fun or <laughs> over serving people. No? <laughs> James is Anything like that? Um, so, are we like sports casting this one? I think one of the most embarrassing like, you know. moment was like, <laughs> yes, I think we had, we had the mayor uh, of Vancouver to our meetup. And so, we had, I think we had like 160 people there. So and I was trying event. to get everyone's attention. So, I like used two wine bottles and clanked them together. <laughs> but they <When> broke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know this story. And so, like, oh. we had to get everyone together oh, and no. start cleaning up, mopping. And I was like, oh, my God, there's glasses everywhere. And I was like, Mayor, do you mind stepping over the puddle of wine <laughs> over there? He's like, uh, well, yeah, okay. I don't know what you guys are. Okay, puddle of wine's aren't exactly the best Mina's idea. Events. Okay. <laughs> Mina's uh, events are women talking rad. tech. Mina's Has there been too. any kind of interest? Yeah, I'm just going to jump in here. Uh, Mean Event is awesome events. Um, everybody that goes to events is, is asked to bring a bottle of wine. And uh, she says she's got an amazing wine collection because there's no way you get 150 people turn up to an event. That's 150 bottles of wine. We drink maybe 60 or 70 bottles. But still, there's several left over. And we are seriously pissed because, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, in an, I could do like a bottle and a half and fall over. So your average person is good for like a half a bottle. So okay, yeah. I'm gonna bring up the audio yeah, here. This sounds like good shit. Um, so right? those technical I mean, as far as embarrassing moments, right if you've ever listened to the Bunker Project, <laughs> there's there's lots. We just Major. don't talk about them. <laughs> we are so far past embarrassed. Yeah, Mark, uh, you got any embarrassing stories? Um, any social most, media? Uh, most embarrassing thing that happened at our meetup is uh, I'm terrible with names. Whether it's spelling names or you probably shouldn't bring up the name your anyway. Speaker and uh, getting their name wrong, <laughs> oh, wow. stuff like that. Yeah. that, that yeah. Thank you for that answer, Will. Uh, Jonathan, uh, I guess for me, one of my most embarrassing times was we had somebody at one of our meetups and um, told me that he was quite the SEO guru and stuff, and was tweeting from the meetup, and it was all good. And then every, a lot of people followed him, and we're all starting to sort of connect with this new guy who we'd never seen before. And then I, I went two steps deeper with his SEO and then realized that he promotes like this swinging porn site in Langley. I'm like, oh crap, that's awesome. Um, so I, I'm like unfollowing as fast as I can, but you know, it's too late when it's out there. So but, you'd say it was a very swinging time. <laughs> but yeah, did he do good SEO? <laughs> All right, so, uh, so, so is there any tips you can give for people going to a meetup for their first time to really Participate. If you're going to join a meetup, please go. Don't just join a bunch of meetups. And don't RSVP for everyone and never show up. It's, yeah, you know, sure. it's like, go join in if you decide it's not for you, it's just not your thing. Then leave the group and make room for other people. But more just, just go because I've got great people that are on my group that come regularly and it's fabulous and I've got some people that keep joining but never show up it's like well oh and my other can I say my pet peeve yeah go ahead if you're going to join a meetup group and you know there's a bio please let us know what you do 
And if you have a Twitter or Facebook and you're willing to connect with people, put it on there because it's all about connecting. It's it's networking for Christ's sake. So you know, and and when I look at your bio, I don't want to see that you know that you like long walks on the beach and sunsets. It's like I want to know what your business wait, is. Wait, 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 wait. That that could be a totally different meetup. <laughs> no, this was on meetup. This okay. was on meetup. Because I, I love confused. long walks on the beach. <laughs> You yes. Know. Yeah. Well, like, that who, like who doesn't? Yeah. Come on. Let's give it up for Long Walk on the Beach. Yeah. Because if yes. you're if you're at the yes, 20s, we know James, but that's not what you lead with well, at, on your on your Meetup bio. So, but 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 you can go to Meetup and you can change your bios for different groups that you do join. Though, oh, right? yeah, well, you sh- and as and as you should. But the thing is, you know, I've there's been groups where it's like, hey, well, who's on here? And it's like. Don't know what they do. 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 Okay, I'm, I'm whatever. Yeah. What What about the like? Uh, it was good to see you thing. Do you guys like that, or do you think that's kind of silly? Oh, that is so. Lame. Get on the mic. So regularly, I get it was good to see you. I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can clap for that. Yeah, you didn't so, go. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, so. When that happens, you have such a social media presence, you don't even need to be there anymore. Right. And so what I usually do is <laughs> I send back, it was good to see you too. <laughs> and, and these are because, and so I have signed up, yeah. and then for some reason I couldn't go. You're one and, of those. Yeah, no, no, but I say, sorry, I'm not going. Yeah. So I'm at the bottom of the list that said I didn't go. And they still say good to see you, so I'm not sure what they're smoking on these. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's one of those Langley meetups. Uh, I'm sure. Anyways, uh, so Mark, what do, you, what do you think about this sort of stuff? Uh, as a, a first time going to a meetup you've never been to, how do you make an impression? How do you find people that are like-minded? <laughs> do, you, do you just go up to the organizer and go, man, I love what you do, even if you don't even know who they are? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I highly recommend that. Meet us is all about meeting new people. So if you're not meeting new people at a meetup, then you know you don't. You're, you're kind of you wasting doing? it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're wasting the opportunity. And uh, a good to see you button is like the poor man's, you know. LinkedIn. Yeah. Did they create that network. button because Vancouver's so bad at follow up? <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. So. Yeah, following up with. Uh, you know, an actual direct message from Twitter or mentioning direct, you know, uh, directly to whoever you met there and got their Twitter handles and stuff is uh, leagues farther than just pressing good to see you. Hmm. So I, I don't have an issue with you commenting on a meetup if it's genuine. But yeah. give me a break. There for a while. Gotta some, get a little louder. Uh, somebody decided that it was okay or that you were supposed to comment on every single meetup you went to. Oh, Jesus. Give me a break. Not every, but not every meetup is worth commenting on. And sometimes you just don't have enough to say. So the fact that there's <clears throat> 30 fake um, comments after a meetup, after a while, you yeah. just think to yourself, uh, it's not worth it, right? I mean, there's no point in having any kind of dialogue if it's not going to be real. Genuine. Yeah. You mean saying just, great to see you all, doesn't yeah. really have a lot of value? Okay, so don't <laughs> press that button. Mina, you got anything to throw in on that? No? I don't really care. <laughs> all right, well, okay, so my next question, I guess uh, I'll start with you because you got you know, nothing to throw on that. 
Um, how do you differentiate yourself with so much other things going on, and, and how do you make yourself relevant to the communities that you're trying to expand? Um, I think I think I think this is like kind of a double-edged sword. If you try to stay relevant, you look like you're trying way too hard. Mm -hmm. um, so you just let it be casual. Like you know, if the community says, you know, I would really want to see someone speaking about, say, marketing or sales, then you just provide for them. I, I don't think you should try really hard. You have enough people there to give you opinions that you don't need to be like, I need to get a superstar. Because sometimes the best speakers are the people within the groups itself. Hmm. So do you, so you guys promote more internally yeah. through the group rather than... I find people who are proclaimed experts or authorities are full of shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Mina Van just Great swore. Mina. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. That's fucking awesome. No, we want that. Sorry, I just swore too. I, I find the people who are actually in the the battle like with they they have scars to show. They have like you know they have like the medals of honors that they've overcome a battle. That's way more honorable than people who have like I wrote this book. I like I got this ebook. I got this stuff. It's like shut up. You don't know shit. Yeah. You want the real people in 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 the we battlegrounds. We want real people that yeah. have gone through stuff. I think because as entrepreneurs, you can't speak to what you don't no. know. You can't theorize this stuff until you've gone through it. You've gone through the pain and you've gone through the battle, right? Jonathan, what do you you got anything to add to that? Yeah, you know, every time get on I, that mic. Every time I get up to speak and someone's just introduced me as an expert or a guru, the first thing I say is, "No, I'm not." You know, I don't think I ever could be, and I don't want to be labeled as that, so I agree with you. I hope to. I'm not full of shit. Um, but <laughs> so, so the key here is to not be full of shit. I think it's very, very key. All right. Uh, yeah. Whoever thought that that would work on social media or in Go person, like being yourself, who the fuck wants to do that? <laughs> but the real secret is being genuine. Is being genuine. And, you know, when you actually I have to like people to do it to you. They, you know, I know some people that go, Hey! He's not finished. <laughs> he can finish oh, in like a second. Margaret. You know, it's, no, but it's, it's relevant. Just because you won the commenting thing doesn't mean you can interrupt. You, yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Bonnie says so. Okay, so, so Jonathan, you're saying just don't be full of shit. Absolutely, be very genuine and, and don't, don't pretend that you're not. And you don't, really don't get people to give a speech and then try to sell something and hold them hostage for half an hour. Oh, Bosco Anthony's here. Yeah, let's get, right. come on, let's give Bosco Anthony some love, love. Yeah. Okay, all of you guys are entrepreneurs. I'm going to ask you a very basic question because we all started out as an entrepreneur. We built our tribe, we built our communities, whatever you want to call them. So for each of you guys, because I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people here that are starting out, here's a big question for you. What's your biggest fear in business today? What's your biggest fear in business? Who wants to hit this first? I'm going to give it to Mark. Because <laughs> actually, he works for one of my favorite companies in the entire world. And uh, yeah. What's your biggest fear? Is it that you're full of shit? Because that's my fear. I'll, I'll go first. I'll say it. Like when I go to do a meetup, and, and that sort of stuff, I am worried that people will think I'm full of shit. But you get me with three beers in, and I'll tell you what's up. Sorry, James, the question was for the panel. Oh, you said for all of us. You're fired. All right, uh, go ahead. All right, do you got one? Um, Anybody? My biggest fear is that we, we don't lose the internet and, and electricity. Oh. Because if we do, I am totally 
how are you going to get stuff done? <laughs> that's, that's so true. How would you update your blog? No gonna, power, no business. Would you get like a rock and a chisel and throw it out that way? Chalkboard? So, so you mean as an entrepreneur? Yeah, what's your, what's your yeah, biggest so fear? My biggest fear is nobody's going to buy it. Yeah. Nobody's going to buy anything. No, no, nobody's going to buy what I'm selling. That's, that seems like a common fear. Uh, Margaret, you, uh, you do a lot of selling on the internet and, and your business is... I don't sell on the internet Well, not at all. selling, but you, know, you have a good product. You're, you've, you've established yourself as an expert. You're not full of shit. No. So, so what's your biggest fear? Uh, don't, not really scared of the internet. Not being scared of the internet. No, I'm not scared of the internet. It's like, no, it's like, you know, I don't know. You just ignore the fear. Just keep going. It's like same as people going, well, who are your competitors? Well, who cares? They're not me. I'm not them. Let's just all get along together and there's enough room for everybody. Mina? I think my biggest fear is I don't know what I don't know. I think you That's need to celebrate good. what you don't know. Mark, uh, you got sometimes, yes. Sometimes it costs you money, though. <laughs> yeah. It but does. Then you, that's but actually, then you know what? You don't do it again. That's actually a better mistake to make is to spend money and, and learn those lessons than to not spend the money and think you know those lessons, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because that can be very costly in the long run. Mark, did you, did you get one? Yeah. Uh, I think my biggest fear for business is... Uh, I think the, the, the most important aspect of an entrepreneur is their passion um, and their self-motivation to you know, continue working for yourself, working for your product. Um, and going along those lines, uh, I guess the biggest fear is waking up maybe 30, 20 years in the future and not having that passion anymore. Yo, that's a good, that's a, that's a clap-worthy moment. Come on, yeah, yeah. Hey, Bosco, wait, wait, wait. What's your biggest fear? <laughs> I I think he's saying getting smaller. Uh, Anyways, uh, do we have any questions from the audience? Just to to ask? Yeah? Come up to the mic. Because this is an open dialogue. I can't really respond to your tweets, but somebody's sending me tweets, so. Hey, what's your name? Who are you? What's your Twitter handle? What do you do? Woo! Yeah! Yeah! And you're not afraid to talk in front of people. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, since we're on the topic of entrepreneurship, if you could uh, go back in time as entrepreneurs right now, go back in time and talk to your former self during that time when you were um, starting up whatever it is you guys were working on, what advice would you give yourself? Um, what are the biggest, what's the biggest lesson, I guess, that you've learned so far that you can tell yourself? Wow. two minutes to practice. Wow, that's a All good right, one. Well, we've got our li- uh, mic I'm, live I'm not going to so respond to this. I will maybe later. I want to see what <laughs> yeah, you guys have to yeah, say. <laughs> yeah. I think you just... Okay, so we just brought down... Uh, we just brought down the mic. We got... Uh, is it Lindsay? Techlin. That's such a uh, evocative name. Lindsay, what do you do? All right. Bosco's going to be handling Okay, so Bosco is going to conduct the interview. I am going to conduct the interview. I'm going to put to I'm Lindsay jump on, in and on make people pissed off. All right. Uh, <laughs> you've totally thrown me on the spot here. That's what do what I do? do. Uh, I run a digital marketing agency. Oh, there we are. Yay, Hello, everybody. Oh. oh, we're running this on Google so Hangouts. What's Love the it. name of uh, Massive Media? Hey, wait a Massive. Minute. Were you at the uh, social local mobile or whatever? Conference, uh, uh, last she's year. heard of those before. I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> Actually, we'll affiliate Lindsay with uh, organizing one of the biggest uh, events that just happened a few weeks ago, uh, the BCMA Vision Conference. Yes, that I, was just I, last week. I was fortunate to be one of the social uh, tweeters for the social team, and uh, I have to say, it was a great, great conference. My, really? my biggest takeaway was Ryan Holiday, whom you interviewed oh, yeah. at your show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was great. So tell us a little bit about the BCMA. Uh, BCMA, BC American Marketing Association, so it's a group of professionals. We have a membership of over 500 people here in BC, and our whole focus is to connect marketers uh, within within the region. So everything from getting professional expertise, connecting with other marketers, and learning more about the industry. Cool. You want to ask her about your social media is bullshit qu uh, question right now? Because you've asked every you person that's come on your show. I was going to lay that to rest for the evening, but uh, we've been <laughs> talking about this book. We've been talking about this book by BJ <coughs> BJ Mandelson. Um, social media is bullshit, and uh, basically he's calling out um, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk oh, and um, several other people. Several other people. Why would he call him out? I love Gary. I love Gary. Oh, too. I What's love wrong Gary with Gary? We all we all love Gary. Yeah, what the fuck is problem? Oh, my led to swear on a podcast. Your led to swear. We got the explicit Just don't peg. say tit, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> every other word is allowed. <laughs> All right. Go for it. Questions. So um, yeah, so this guy, BJ Mendelson, he wrote a book called Social Media's Bullshit. Uh, he's targeting Gary Vaynerchuk because he's a big pro wrestling fan and Ric Flair always said to be the man you've got to beat the man. And uh, <clears throat> Gary Vaynerchuk is the man in social media, so he's totally targeting Gary V. He's saying that he lacks credibility and that he's bringing up contradictions in his book, Crush It and, and, um, and the um, Thank You Economy. He's a nitpicky, I must say. Oh, he's very nitpicky. And you know what? Like, he, we could be nitpicky about him, too. But, I mean, he is a really good guy. He's, 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 he's funny. He's, he's a really interesting character. When he goes and debates somebody, like a social media expert, he, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, Dave, Dave Kirpin. Yeah. Dave exactly. Kirpin, he, um, he debated him at South by, South by Southwest. Oh, And totally he came out in, in character as a pro wrestler. Just, you know, <laughs> that whole shtick. Yeah. And uh, totally, like, dissed the guy and... and, and uh, I will take you to the mat! Apparently, yeah, yeah, apparently yeah. wasn't about allowed <laughs> to bring up bulk book purchasing uh, and accuse him of bulk purchase. That was part of the agreement. But then okay. the guy, then Dave Kirpin admitted it himself. And then it was open, uh, you know, open territory. So he, had, he, he came down on them hard for bulk book purchasing and said that you, don't, you didn't use social media like you claim to bring your book to, you know, the New York Times Basically bestseller. Basically, he's using controversy to sell the he's, book. Yeah. yeah it's it a brilliant to tactic. Me like he's, yeah, it sounds to me like he's just going, okay, well, I know that Gary, it's kind of like the old Twitter rule that you're like, okay, I'm going to mention a celebrity and then I'm going to get 50 followers if I mention Justin Bieber. It sounds yeah. the same thing. I'm just going to mention Gary Vaynerchuk and then I'm going to automatically associate myself with his name yeah, because I'm saying doing. something important and Gary's going to have to respond. He's like, he's like, he's like, for him. He's like trying to become the anti anti. Uh, Vayner, well, well contra yeah. controversy yeah. does sell, though. Controversy does sell. Well, we already got, know that. He's got 752,000 Twitter followers. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good for him. So and that social media means nothing. is bullshit. What, 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 yeah, well, that's one of the things I'm he's like, saying. It's like, just because you have a whole pile of followers doesn't mean anything. It's your relationship with those followers. It's yeah. the influence that yeah. you yeah. have. And yeah. that's yeah. what an agency is supposed to do. And chapter, like 10 of the book is actually, chapter 10 of the book is actually titled, There's No Such Thing... As, a, as an influencer. 
Yeah. Oh, he's pressing all the buttons. He's okay, pressing so all the I buttons. He's saying, for I bet you, oh, sorry. Yeah, go, no, I was go just going to say, because yeah. that, that one hits close to home, because, I mean, clout score, everyone's going like, ah, I hate clout scores. What's clout? Like, well, yeah, what's yeah. clout? Oh, such yeah. a, a clout. But although I have to say that I respected clout a lot more coming from an analytics background. Yep. I loved clout when it was all about actually looking at the metrics, whereas when they redid the entire thing and they were like, okay, we're going to dumb it down to consumers because yeah. no one's going to understand what we're talking about when we show you analytics scores and so what your velocity is. It's puke on a dashboard. Well, basically, well, I fucking loved the puke on a dashboard. <laughs> I love that shit. But anyway, um, getting well, <laughs> this industry would be a lot better without customers. Because then we can really <laughs> do it right. Okay, you totally Something. got me on that yeah, one. Yeah, you yeah, totally amen, caught amen. me on that. But hey, can if we we're going to talk about way? nerdy things around... Like, yeah, yeah. Well, Fuck you, you're man. Right. I know <laughs> you're about clay, but fuck off, okay? <laughs> we're doing it this way. We're doing it on Twitter. You don't like it. It's totally a different podcast. I forgot to mention that this is a totally different podcast <laughs> yeah. from what you're used to. It, yeah. It's so not CBC. It's not it's, CBC. Well, you know, Craig Griffiths from Australia, he wrote on his blog, he said, when he gave a review of The Bunker Show, he said, these guys don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that, and that I about find sums that it quite up. offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's from Australia. <laughs> what the hell can you say? Here's right some there. tissue. You know. <laughs> 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 I've put their toilets go backwards. So, so you know. Lindsay, do you do a lot of social media projects for your clients or are they more like PPC search engine? Like what where yeah. where is your industry where's going the value? right now? Yeah, where's Show the value? Us the value. Where's the value? So are you asking me more specific because I feel like talking about my clients is gonna be boring for everyone. So well, what, what are you focusing on? What are you okay. focusing on going forward with your brand? With our brand, yeah, uh, I would say that it's it's more about the bigger picture of how all of those pieces fit together. If someone comes to me one more time and says, "Build me a beautiful social media Facebook page," <laughs> um, can you build me a social media plan? I might have to barf a little bit <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's it's all about tying it all together and telling a really great story and figuring out how your search engine optimization, your online campaigns, it's, it's all going back into the traditional agency model. It's just that yep. no one's fucking figured that <laughs> I am such a potty mouth. You guys are totally <laughs> cutting me on yeah, yeah, I know, I'm totally getting that is, that, you know, that's Crank a, that. And that's, exactly. a theme, that's a theme that keeps recurring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> not, not the potty mouth. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, but, but, but getting back traditional to it, it really is about telling a great story and figuring out what your consumer wants or what your, what your client wants yeah. and then tying it in and it's just because it's it's been like this for like 15 years and it's interesting for all of us who have been watching this from the from the, from the I guess the yeah. trenches going no 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 it's really not a separate issue like it's the like, same why, yeah. do, why do agencies have interactive divisions yes okay you've got your specialists in those in those departments but really it's all the same story we're telling the same thing well, you and you're just why. using the tools because clients are fucking idiots <laughs> hey and, and, and I, clients for fucking idiots have you heard mm -hmm. the blog clients from hell Ah, oh, dude, you got to read fantastic. the blog. Awesome, great stories about nightmare clients. If which they, I'm sure if they ever some. have a reality show about what actually goes on in my <laughs> office, then <laughs> you will know the truth. But until then, <laughs> but we, we love, love our clients. I love them I all. Love our they're clients. amazing. They're yeah. so yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah, but really, so is it integrated love an marketing? Just like that. Yeah, it's, it's integrated marketing, right? It's figuring Everything out how do all the all the how do all the pieces yeah. fit together? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and yeah. having a back end strategy. So if it's successful, what the hell are you going to do? Do you have the sales guys prime for it? Can you interface with the new clients? Yeah. Can you make them happy? Can you build a relationship? Because I would say ninety percent of the time, people they, they'll they'll do a whatever type of campaign, regardless if it's new school or old school. They don't have a back end strategy, and it yeah. blows my mind. So, oh, we spent three hundred fifty thousand dollars on a radio campaign, and we have no telephone people back to up actually for the fifty thousand. Or also, or also, they're the just sending months. the 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 people to their homepage, yeah. and they have no way of and knowing. And the homepage doesn't do any capture. 
They have no I, way of knowing. I started my okay. agency with the idea of going, okay, it's all about conversion uh, conversion optimization. All uh-huh. I want to do, I assumed that these people had it figured out. And I was just going to be able to take take yeah. things with their website and make it all magically work. And then it went, holy shit, your website sucks. sucks. It's <laughs> fundamentally broken. I better build those. Yeah. And then it went, holy shit, your branding strategy sucks. You I better help you with that. And, and then it ends and with, holy shit, you have no idea what internet marketing is all about. <laughs> Let me start <laughs> off by defining what a website really does for you. Yeah. Wait right? a minute. That this should be a brand. check. Yeah. Holy shit, sign me a blank check. That should be the name of your company. Holy shit marketing. That's awesome. (laughs) Holy shit marketing. Well, why not? They came out with the holy crap cereal and people buy that. That's true. Or blank check marketing would be another good one. So what's, I mean, digital technology, digital marketing, what's a big trend right now that you're seeing in the industry? That's true. I love that question, but honestly, I feel like everything that I think is totally normal might be a big trend, but I mean... What excites you? What wakes you up in the morning and you say, Besides coffee. Besides coffee. Hey, coffee, I drink decaf. And besides, be, besides being on the bunker show, yeah, that's yeah. Actually, I really like your show so far. It's been hey, interesting. You guys are having good conversations. Well, we're doing another one tomorrow night in our regular venue, which is that's at, where we uh, really. Where, where is it tomorrow night? The bunk, the uh, Barclay Hotel on Robson Street. Yeah, ah. yeah we, we take know. over totally the back room. The back. Yep. Unless it's not available, then we we're have in the eight front room. Microphones instead of four. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, we've got a Bonnie Sainsbury, uh, Margaret Reynolds from Women Talking Tech. The Lady Tech. Of the Women Tech, yeah. Uh, yeah. James Karg is usually there. We, we do a hangout. We invite Bosco people Bosco the uh, is there every I'm now I'm usually then. the suicidal guest that comes yeah, in every few weeks. Sometimes we get people from Australia suicidal popping in. Guests. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should and see we, me at 8 o'clock at night. And we bring people in from overseas on Google+. Plus. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. very exciting. Yeah. It's very, very multimedia. But, hey, anyways, so I want to shout out. What, you know, for the small businesses, the many, many small businesses here in Vancouver that had limited budgets, what would be your advice to moving forward with a, a online strategy? I know it's a tough one because like, ah, you're going to lead 50 000. Well, because I want to I go back to this concept that social media is the, the way to go, but mm. it has to be done right. So yeah. I would say that don't get caught up in all of the the crap and the hype of all the different things that you can do. Choose one or two channels yeah. that you can do really, really well. Figure out where your audience is hanging out because I feel like we're like, oh, I'm just going to have a Facebook page, but really you don't know what the age of your audience is yeah. and where they actually hang out and what they're interested in. And So you've got to actually figure out what are you selling? What do people care about? Where does that audience hang out? And then how do you mimic a voice in, through that channel? When I say channel, I'm talking about Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Yep. Like, what is the voice that they want to hear and how do you become that personality for them? And yeah. if you just pick one and that's where your audience is is the most, then you're going to be a big fish in a small pond. So yeah. you might as well do that well as opposed to trying to be everything to everybody because you're just going to burn out. And that's, that's the biggest thing with small business. Yeah. It is. You know? It is. And it's and true. That, you know, you were talking about earlier. It's like people just don't get just because it's social marketing doesn't mean it's different. It's the standard has been going on for 50 goddamn years. Figure it out, people. It's all about and, and, relationships. And I think a lot of people avoid engagement. I think this is what I'm oh, hearing from yeah, here yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is, is hey, you enough. know, it, it, there's got to be some sort of social media marketing foreplay going on within brands. Yeah. And I think that that doesn't really exist with some, some companies where they expect to put puke on a platform and go, hey, sell it. You know, let's pitch your product. Let's pitch your Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm glad you're bringing that up because I feel like sales has fundamentally changed in the last 15 years. People no longer are okay with the push push tactics. They do not want to be talked to. It's that way in conferences. It's that way in trade shows. It is everywhere. They want it. We, the me generation is not a me generation. It's a me society. I want my voice to be heard and I want engagement between, not just between me and the brand, but against each other. And that's because it's, it's a great 
concept in the sense that we are all better together having a conversation and, and plugging into each other's minds than we are on our own. Yeah. So yeah, and I think it's also the why and the you generation too, because sure. you know what? Let's face it, everyone's talking about themselves, but when you're interacting with people, a lot of people just want to be heard, and I think that that particular element is missed sometimes with marketing campaigns as well. Well, you know what I find interesting is, you know, I, I got two daughters, and one's 12, and one's coming on 14. <laughs> Fun times. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. And I, I gave them um, Chromebooks, and those Chromebooks are on every single goddamn second. It's amazing how much bandwidth is going through those units. And they don't even think of them as regular computers. And, and my daughter came to me and said, Dad, how much, how, how many projects can I put on a four uh, gigabyte uh, thumb drive? And I said, honey, don't put it on a thumb drive. Put it on, on the internet because if you get a Chromebook, you get 100 gigabytes of storage space. She says, okay. And that was it. It was done. So now she's on the cloud. And her whole presence is, and I, I basically look at it, if somebody steals your Chromebook or somebody steals your thumb drive, you lose it. And she goes, yeah, but if it's on the cloud, nobody can take it from you. So, so oh, you're okay. like, see, I'm just taking that stuff for granted. Yeah. Like, I just, that's just normal, normal. to me now. And it <laughs> yeah, sounds like it's still but not. The thing is, like, we are so far ahead of the, the big information tsunami. Like, we're, Thanks, we're, you we're, just called me a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I, I no, think the term she's going for is digital a native. A I think that's what she'd oh, rather be called. Oh, digital native. Oh, I like that term. Can I use that term? Yeah, we'll use that term today, digital native. Because heaven knows, you're like the ancient Ice Age kind of dude. Oh, right? yeah, man. I am so fucking old that, Hardly. you know, I, I talked to him. He was like, oh, this is old fucker. And he's talking about stuff that is so far ahead of But you of know what's reality. cool? You're buying your kids tablets. That's pretty cool. That oh. is awesome. What, no, Chromebooks. Chromebooks. You know, oh, you know, sorry. They don't back. even have a goddamn Not Nexus 7s. You got Nexus 7s, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You're, you're a tech nerd, right? Yeah. What's your favorite what's, toy? What's, Come what's, on. Tell us a little bit about Techlens. How did you become Techlens? Uh, that is not a fair question. And I <laughs> excellent. <laughs> excellent. She's spending way too she's much spending money. Too much time. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> well, I think that everybody. I I I hesitate because I I get called an expert a lot, and I don't think that's a fair term because the reality is, is those of us in tech. You can yeah. be, you, you can be, the there, it's such a huge field. So yeah. how do you be an expert in anything? So yeah. anyway, what gets me going in terms of, I love my freaking Android Note. I love that gadget to the life of me. Have you guys seen it? It's freaking huge. Can I show you? Yeah, yeah, show it. Like, I, I laugh because when I first got, I got it as a demo from Samsung because I was like, I got to oh, try it out. Oh, out Lip gloss phone. and lip gloss. Wow. And, but it's a, it's a large phone, right? Yep. And I kind of made fun of it at first and I was like, who's going to hold that? Like, do you have, where's your phone? Do you have an iPhone? I have an iPhone 5. Okay, so let's, let's look at the let's iPhone 5 compared to the phone. It's freaking huge, right? It's so big. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is how you emasculate a man is you put his iPhone right next to the <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, so at first, for the first week, I was like, oh my gosh, it feels like one of those old brick phones. But the reality is, is I'm so used to the screen size it's now, oh yeah. and I love the Android platform. It's and all about the screen, really. It's, it really is that now I'll put an iPhone in my hand, and I'll be like, is this, a, is this for a dollhouse? Yeah, like, yeah, it just, yeah. my brain is just yeah. like, I don't even understand. It's like, it's not, I can't take it seriously anymore. Yeah. I yeah. can't take your phone seriously. Well, the whole thing, the whole idea behind Apple is that they want, Apple wants to have devices that can be used with one hand. 
Yes, and I, I think, yes, uh, it's I think true. I can't this reach sound, all aspects of my phone dirty. with one thumb. This but sounds you know dirty. I, I can't diddle it with my thumb. No, nope. yep. in every corner. Did I so just do that too? Yeah, you did it big time. Oh yeah. We're only on live air. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, and it's recorded on YouTube. Sorry, and it's recorded on YouTube too. This is so much more exciting than global. I don't have to filter. So and it's still live. Tell us a little bit about your media background, okay? Because these guys, these guys are intrigued by you. You global twice. Come on, quit promoting those corporate bastards. I know they're corporate bastards. No, I. <laughs> no, I just do the tech. I, I, I fr- what, what do you say when you just you moonlight you, on you the throughput, uh, your throughput? Yes, I throughput thru- on global tech talk segments. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I do. Uh, so I'll go on and I'll nerd out for like four to five minutes at a time. But it's real TV, so you so, have okay. short periods of time to engage. So, so who are the co-hosts there? Uh, Steve Darling and Sophie Louie are the morning. Uh, yeah. Steve Darling. Yeah. Can you believe that guy's yeah. name? Steve Darling, Darling I know. He's hey, so cute. I used to. I used to. I used to sell them phones. Did you? Yeah. Uh, to Global or directly to Steve? To Global. <laughs> I thought maybe you just show up at his door and go, which phone yeah, do you yeah, want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which one? I, I was thinking of getting also in that business. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so I'm going to ask you another question since uh, I'm hosting the show today. I, yeah. should, I should interview all you guests from you now should. on. You should. Um, we got a lot of bunch of on- aspiring entrepreneurs that listen to the show. Uh, what oh. advice would you give entrepreneurs, because you've been there, Yeah. and what's your biggest business fear? Uh, Okay, advice for entrepreneurs. So just to preface that, I've been an entrepreneur since I was the age of 21. So let's just say it's been almost 20 years now. Great. Um, And what advice would I give them is don't give up. If you really believe, I know that's so cliche, but there are so many, like being an entrepreneur is really like riding a roller coaster because you're constantly pushing yourself to your maximum potential. And then half the time when you push yourself to that level, you fail. So and you then you've got to push just, yourself. You just more. keep failing. Like I have a, um, a a print in my in my kitchen, and it says "fail again, fail better." Yeah, it's well, just it's, like, it's like continue uh, to it's push. Like, it's like weightlifting, right? You, totally. You, you yeah. work to fail, and then and then uh, you keep doing it again, and then yeah. your muscle gets bigger, and you can do more. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, give me an example, a life example of yourself. What a time when you almost threw the towel, but you decided to stick through and and, and push yourself some more. <laughs> like which week? Uh. <laughs> uh, I do that on a regular basis. Um, there, there was a time when I was running um, the massive tech show across Canada. Yep. Uh, I had it was a conference that connected businesses with technology companies. Yep. Um, I was expanding outside of Vancouver and moving into Calgary and into Toronto. Uh, and I was profitable in Vancouver, but uh, Calgary and Toronto not so much. Um, uh, what I did was I realized that a lot of the companies that I needed to forge relationships with were in Toronto. All of the big head offices were out there, and I needed needed to continue doing that. So even though I knew that I was losing money over there, yeah. I continued to push forward, which helped me later on, even though it was kind of like more, more like following a gut thing where I knew that on the books, if I followed that and I just cut back to Vancouver, I would have at the time just still been in Vancouver with my relationships, but right. I used... Um, used it as a launch pad, basically. I did, yeah, yeah, I used it as a launch pad. And okay. I think that you've got to understand that you're, um, those of us that are entrepreneurs tend to follow what we call our guts, but really it's an unarticulated experience that we don't quite know how to put words to yet. Okay. Um, and But we have to be careful of that too, because mm. sometimes we can eat so much of our own bullshit because so there's no one telling us otherwise. Otherwise, right? so yeah. You're, so you're basically looking at the long term instead of just focusing on the on short on term. Short yeah, term. and I okay. think your team too. The one other thing I would say is that the, the smartest thing that I ever uh, that I, I my best mentors always said: surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, 
and I do it every day. It's hard because they tell you when you're wrong and it's hard to eat. You know, you're the boss yeah. and they're sitting there saying, you know what? I don't agree with this for this reason. So you constantly have to weigh in the judges that you have around right. you when you're the leader. You're, yeah. you're getting judged every single moment of every day. And you know what? Advocate to your team. You, you have a fabulous team. I run into some of your uh, team members. Uh, I'm supposed to go for beer dates with a lot of them, and they speak very highly of you. So I I'm going to keep you away from the girls. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've only met the guys, unfortunately. Okay, okay. So, uh, but yeah, no, they seem to be really, really excited to work for your brand, and they say really good things about you. So let's go on to the next question. What's your biggest fear? Uh, spiders. Um, business fear. Business fear. Why can't I talk about that? <laughs> uh, it's actually a topic that's important to me. No, okay. no, that was spiders. business. It, she's it, talking about it's actually, no, no, no. I want to talk about it. She's I, talking I guess about I should tell you there's a spider right, right next to you. Google well, spiders. Is here's the thing is I've actually, about. the newest team member to Massive Media is Le Petit Francois. And he is a small wolf spider that is living in under a baseboard in our office. And I am okay with him there. Normally I will have someone strike out his life. Or, or push him outside, and I am trying to get over my phobia of spiders. So I just wanted to mention that and put voice to it, that I'm going to, within the next couple of months, do that. So this is more for me than anything. Spider, Sorry, listeners. So it wasn't to. Google spiders then? No, uh, it was see, actually We, we were going to geek out and go spiders like Google spiders. Here. No, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, got, uh, real I'll, fears of business. Sorry. I've got a question. Yeah. Uh, hold up, hold up. Before, hold up the question. Okay. Business. She was about to tell us your business fear. Uh, that my bullshit isn't real. <laughs> oh, that's relevant. That's a it's great true. answer. It's like you're constantly you, you're the you have to be your own biggest cheerleader. You have to believe in what you're what you're putting out there, and you have to be at the, the at the beginning of the of the show saying this is the way we're going to go. This is the direction, yeah. and it's a lot of pressure because you're kind of like, okay, am I right? Am I not right? And you're trying to balance all of these things around you in order to make sure that you're making the best decision when no one can actually tell you that except yourself. Awesome. Okay, so you mentioned that. Um, your clients, one particular platform could be better for them depending on where their customers are, where they're hanging out. If they're a small like business, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you personally, what's your favorite platform? Google Plus. Google and Plus. And why? Why yeah. Google Plus? Uh, because I believe in the long-term sustainability of where they're going. Because um, of, the of the search aspect? Uh, yeah. Because I think that I, we, we don't need to pick for social platforms. We're in a time now where they're all... Uh, they all have their purpose. So Facebook is the one that where I'm going to find my sister, what's going on with my family and my nieces and my nephews when I don't have time to catch up with them. Yeah. And it's going to be my really niche group. It's Google family, Plus family is... Family and friends network. Totally. Yeah. And Google Plus is the place that I'm going to connect with experts around the world that care about stupid little things like getting over my fear of spiders or taking over the internet. Like yeah. there's, there's all of these niche groups that you wouldn't be able to connect so with. So instead of connecting on your existing physical network, you're connecting over... Like a niche topic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's the Seth Godin's we are all weird tribe philosophy. So do you believe that Google Plus is SEO friendly? Because everybody asks this question now. Google authorships, Google Plus. Where is Google Plus going from an SEO point of view? Uh, are you asking from a sense of is this the content that you put up there going to be searchable? Like when I'm Absolutely. looking for that? Yeah. Yeah. I would assume so. I've it never is. even tested it it's because indexed. I haven't. I, I, it's indexed. I, I'm, I would imagine. Yep. Well, yeah, the underground, the underground playground say that it's, it, is, it is indexed. So which is why I've asked. But you don't question. come up. You don't come across it every day when you're searching. I haven't come across it recently in terms of saying, OK, here's yeah. the latest platform or profile. Or When I search the bunker project, I can see it comes up the Google Plus. Where, we what else, where, where else do you, do you guys exist, though? Do you do most of your marketing through Google Plus? No, we've got a Facebook page and we've got... Um, uh, Twitter? 
Twitter and, and WordPress sites. It comes yeah. up. They show yeah. up on Bosco's blog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the beer blogs, yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah, I've been trying to push that link See, up. And that's fair because you probably have a really strong presence on there, whereas we no, haven't. We don't. I we don't. Pers- Actually, oh. we don't partly post anything on there. Okay. And, and we, we want to start did, doing did more. I, huh. Did I mention to you that these guys don't do marketing? The only form of marketing is podcasting, right? Yeah. yeah, but yeah. that's it's media though. It'll yeah. speak oh, for yeah, itself because yeah, it's yeah. all about content. All, yeah. So I just wait until Google starts to take all our audio and then transposes, uh, transpose it, transpose to index the audio in, and translates yeah. the content into text. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, that's, that's going to be huge. Yeah. Anyways, guys, it's eight o'clock. A band's about to start. We're awesome. going to shut it down. Want to thank? Thank te- you, thank you, Lindsay. Thank, thank you, Lindsay. You're awesome. I'd love to come visit you. Let's do coffee someday. And come back on the show. Come to the bunker tomorrow night or not every second Wednesday after that. If you want to know anything about what's going on social media, she is awesome. Bosco's awesome. Andrew's awesome. I, eh, I don't know. I'm just a drunk asshole. But you never know. (laughs) Cheers to that. Cheers to that. You might have a great idea because he is the great idea maven. I am the great idea. All right. Let's wrap it up. Bob, thanks for having me on the show. Hey, thanks, Bosco. And much love to the social media club. Kisses all around. Kisses all around. And uh, here's to balding. (laughs) Love ya. Bye-bye. Did you have fun? Yeah, that was fun. This is what they do every week. All right, that's it, guys.